Aaron Whitlow from the Markout Movie Podcast. I'm here uh, to record a quick uh, review of The Gentleman, uh, the movie I saw, I think it was Friday night. But before I get into that, I wanted to first uh, speak on my thoughts on um, the death of Kobe Bryant. Um, Kobe, Kobe Bryant died at 41 years old yesterday uh, in a tragic helicopter accident. Not only claimed his life, but claimed the life of his daughter, and uh, I think seven. Other, I think it's a total of nine people on the on the on the helicopter with him. And so, uh, and of that, I think it was a few people that was on there that were actually like thirteen, fourteen year old, you know, little girls. And so, it's terrible that that their lives, their young lives, were snuffed out. Uh, you know. We never know when it's our time to go. We never know when it is our time. Um, so we do. We must love one another while we are here on this earth. But also, we we do have to find the grace that is in God. Um, I think, and I really believe that. But ultimately, you know, Kobe, my my um, my thoughts on Kobe Bryant as a human being is that I was um I wasn't a huge fan back when he first came into the league. Uh but then again, you know, I wasn't a huge Jordan fan at the time when Jordan was playing. Actually was more of a Charles Barkley fan. And so I just was more of the Suns with Barkley on the Suns. I, that's who I rooted for. Uh but then later on in Jordan's career, uh you know, towards the end of his career, I realized how great he was. And it was that game, that championship, uh, semi, I don't know if it was championship or semi, semifinals or finals game, I'm not sure, that he played with when he had the flu-like symptoms. Man, and, and me watching him play that game just made me a fan of his. Just seeing the way that he played the game under that condition, like it looked like he was close to just death, you know, made me a fan of Michael's at that time. And so when Michael left the league, I I, I was like, who's the next guy? And uh, a lot of people really gravitated more towards Kobe Bryant. But I was I was more about Tracy McGrady at the time. I thought, well, Tracy's the one, man. Tracy McGrady's the one. Uh, I really enjoyed Tracy and uh, his uh, gameplay and stuff. But Ultimately, I couldn't deny Kobe Bryant and his work ethic, and uh, and when especially like when he became more of the veteran player on the Lakers, I tend to like really like gravitated towards him, and it's like you know what, I can't deny this guy. I can't deny his greatness. I can't deny his um, ability on the court, what he's done, how he um, how he played, how he how he was like, you know, like basketball was like literally his life. You know what I mean? Like he really, you could tell that he had a desire for the game that I don't, I don't see in a lot of other people, honestly. And that's, you know, and that's the truth. I don't see it in a lot of other people. That's why I will, you know, go down and record by saying, I believe that Kobe is one is, uh, is the greatest player of all time behind Michael, behind Michael. Um, 
And then LeBron's not that far behind, honestly. And and that's the truth. But Kobe, man, um, you know, I remember watching that game where he uh he uh tore his Achilles uh and the pain he was in. Um but him finishing and doing what he had to do before he left the court, um, it was just powerful, man. It was powerful uh to see this man's determination and he came back from that. You know, he came back from that injury. Uh usually that's an injury that can kill someone's career. You know, people lost, stopped playing, but he came back. He was uh he reminded me of Triple H coming back from that quad torn torn quad injury. Uh and uh and but him finishing the match even doing a pedigree, delivering a pedigree with the torn quad, it's painful to think about. So, so I give people these respects and these dues, and in this sense, I'm giving Kobe his props. Uh, not just because he passed away. I was talking to someone a few weeks ago talking about how great of a player Kobe was, and um, and and never knew, never knew that he would uh. That that the day will come where he he's he's gone. He he's not that much older than me. I'll be forty uh, this year. He was forty one, and so it's a terrible a terrible situation. And I feel for his wife, um, who not only has to make funeral arrangements and bury her husband, her husband since she was seventeen years old, but also her thirteen year old daughter. It's that's, that's heartbreaking, man. That's a heartbreaking thing to have to do. Um, just, I just want to share my thoughts quickly on uh, on my own Kobe Bryant and his passing. Um, I I do wish the families of everyone that was involved in the in that tragic uh, helicopter accident. I wish the families, the survivors of the families. Uh, God, Godspeed and and grace and peace. Honestly, I do, man. And I wish that they, um, I wish that that they are comforted in this time. And I th- uh, and I pray that they grieve together. And I pray that they, um, I pray that like they, I just pray that they come through this, but also live past this. You know. Losing loved ones, you know, is never an easy thing. I've lost a mother. I've lost aunts and uncles and cousins and things like that. But it's, you know, it's not in the same way that they've lost relatives. But I pray that they find it in themselves to come together and just be together. And, um, and, that, and that the media and that the public Allow them time to cope. Allow them time to grieve. Allow them time to just be. That's the best thing for people that when they lose someone, man, just let them be. Let them be. Let them be. And so thoughts and prayers with the Bryant family and and the rest of the families involved in this tragic uh, accident. Uh, But, yeah, I just want to share my quick thoughts on that. Now, let me go ahead and get on to my thoughts on the gentleman. So, 
the gentleman is, although on Google and stuff, uh, it's showing as a 2019 film. I'm going to call it a 2020 film because that's when it was released, as far as I know. Um, it's a 2020 film, and this is the synopsis of it. Mickey Pearson is an American uh, expatriate, I know I butchered that, who became a rich by who became rich by building a marijuana empire in London. When words got out that he is looking to cash out of the business, it soon triggers an array of plots and schemes from those who want his fortune. Released date January 24th, 2020. Directed by Guy Ritchie. Produced by Guy Ritchie. This is a Miramax film starring... Uh, let's get to this cast real quick. Starring Charlie uh, Hunnam. I'm going to go to IMDb because my phone does it weird, man. Uh, so let's go. Let's get this. All right. So starring top build Matthew McGonaghy as Mickey Pearson, Charles Hunnam from um, Sons of Anarchy fame uh, as Ray, Michelle Dockery as Rosalind Pearson, Jeremy Strong as Matthew, Lynn Renee as Jackie, uh, uh, Colin Farrell's coach, who's one of my favorite characters in the film. Henry Golding as Dry Eye. Uh, Tom Wu as Lord George. Um, and there's a and Hugh Grant as Fletcher. And uh Eddie Marson as Big Dave. And uh there's other there's a lot of other people that's in this film. Uh let's go ahead and get with the scores, shall we? So the scores for this film. IMDb gives it 8.1 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 72% on Rotten Tomatoes. Roger Ebert gives it 3 out of 4. Uh, let's look a little heavily more into the Rotten Tomatoes score. So the critics gives it a 72%. Audience score, 85%. So um, I'm not going to do spoilers in this. Brandon, if he wants to, he can come back and do spoilers. Um I just wanted to tell you how I thought, what I thought about the film. I absolutely enjoyed it. Um, I think that the first, the first fifteen to twenty minutes of it, man, is a little slow for me, for my taste, especially from watching movies like Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, uh, and uh, and Snatch. That kind of start off with a good little pace. Uh, Sid Field would say that. Um, your movie, your your movie has to grab, your your script has to grab your audience within the first fifteen minutes, uh, and it really didn't grab me within the first fifteen minutes. You know, um, it it wasn't really, it wasn't it I wasn't grabbed until um, uh, something happens along the way of uh, one of the compounds or one of the farms that Matthew McConaughey has for his weight when 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 other people got involved with it that's when I it started piquing my interest but it wasn't really truly piqued until Colin Farrell came on Colin Farrell to me every time he stepped on the scene stole the show he was like just so good in this movie as coach and it's a character that I wanted to see more of you know what I mean and I you know so I just I just enjoyed it, man. I just really enjoyed this movie. Uh, I love the uh, humor, uh, the British slang, the talking. 
Uh, I wish that it started. It did something once in the film. Somebody was saying something and it was like uh, a British slang word. And, and, the, and the lower third shows up, it pops on the screen, the uh, what it means. And I kind of wish the film kept doing that type of thing when it came to somebody saying something that's truly a British slang word, uh, you know, uh, Cockney talk or anything like that. Uh, I just wish that they it would kept doing that because I like that and it was like interesting to me, but it didn't continue to do that. But uh, ultimately, I did enjoy the film, especially the third act was really fun. Second act was all right. First act was the least my least favorite part in it. Second and third act is when the film really takes off for me. Uh, because of that, I'm going to give it four, four mark outs out of five. Um, it's, it's not perfect, but it was fun. And, uh, and it makes me hope to, to see more Guy Ritchie films like this. Um, nothing's wrong with his other stuff, you know, Latin things like that, but we want Guy Ritchie is Guy Ritchie doing Guy Ritchie stuff. And this is Guy Ritchie stuff. That's all I mean by that. So uh, I just want to do a quick review about this film. I want to spend my time at the beginning talking about Kobe. But uh, in the meantime and in between time, this is Aaron Whitlow from the Mark Out Movie Podcast. Thank you for marking out with me.